0: to elvis lives a conspiracy theory podcast oh hi hey julie hi kb it's nice to see you yeah Yeah. it is nice to see me it is even after you tell me horrific stories of death and murder and who doesn't like a good death and murder story though you know what i i listen to too many crime podcasts to, to disagree with you there that's right still terrifying so today I'm bringing you a non-death murder conspiracy. Are you sure though? Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: I'm sure I'm sure. Let's start talking about good old Truman Capote. Okay. Okay? Okay. Um, or Truman Strickfus Persons, originally. Strickfus Persons. Strickfus Persons. He was an American novelist, obviously, short story writer, actor, and playwright. He was born in September of 1924 in New Orleans. His childhood was spent between relatives' house in Louisiana and Alabama after his parents got divorced. Truman Persons became Truman Capote after his mother married Joseph Garcia Capote. He had a private school education and he used his childhood experiences as inspiration for his fictional works. Capote became a young became a young author to watch after his first published novel, Other Voices, Other Rooms, was released in 1948. If none of this is like ringing a bell for you, then Breakfast at Tiffany's does, right? Yeah. Like, you know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he wrote it! <gasps> yeah. He wrote the, the book and the screenplay. Um, It was uh, a novella that was first published in Esquire magazine in 1958 and then published as a book uh, later on. In Cold Blood, Truman's non-fiction novel exploring the murders of four of the Clutter family in Kansas, was also first published as a series of articles in the New Yorker, with the book being published in 1965. Um... The heavy, heavy content of this book. Maybe I am talking about murder. Yeah. The heavy, heavy content of this book made a lasting impression on Truman Capote, who was never really the same again and turned to drugs and alcohol as a coping mechanisms. So, me, did a lot point. of. Not me too. A lot of stuff. Like, in his final years of his life, he did not make friends. He, like, threw this massive party and then used that party to, like, dish the dirt on all his celebrity friends. Yeah. He did, This like, is my kind of guy. Yeah. Like, did, like, to be fair, <laughs> this is my kind of guy. He, um, he even, like, distanced himself from his partner, who was trying to get him rehabilitated. And... In my head, he's gay. Yeah, he yeah. is gay. Okay, just yeah. checking. Yeah. yeah. So... His partner, although they weren't really intimate in the final years, he was still there as a support to try and uh-huh. help him back on his feet. Um, but eventually his ashes went to the cast like Johnny Carson, his wife, the Carson estate,
1: um, <laughs> and
0: stayed there. mind,
1: I, like, I know Truman Capote, and I, yeah. like I know about him, but I, d- like, I didn't know these great
0: not so great but great details yeah he had like my so many alone. so many famous friends johnny carson so many famous Shut friends so um off. his wife ended up um taking the responsibility of truman kovadis ashes but when she died um his this is a quote from biography.com and i'm just quoting the whole thing because i couldn't rewrite it better than this um his remains were sold at auction in los angeles for 43,750 dollars in september 2016 like, not a lot of money for the guy who wrote Breakfast at Tiffany's, but still a lot more money than I'm willing to pay for somebody else's ashes. <laughs> and I wouldn't th- pay that
1: much for your ashes. $43,000. Thanks, girl. Well, if I had to, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, an anonymous buyer purchased Capote's remains, which were contained in a wooden Japanese box. Um, with some celebrities, this would... Wouldn't be tasteful, but I know 100% he would love it, Darren Julian, president of Julian's Auctions, told The Guardian. He loved to create press opportunities and to read his name in the paper. I think he would love that it was still grabbing headlines today. But let's set good old Truman aside for a second. Because he's like very, like, let's get in the public eye, no publicity is bad publicity kind of guy, right? So we just pop him there? We'll pop him there. I'm just going to put him on the shelf there. And we're going to pull out Harper Lee. The complete right. opposite. <laughs> Still an author. Still an author, but not as as, as public <laughs> as Truman Capote. Nell Harper Lee, the youngest of four siblings, was born in April 1926 in Monroeville, Alabama. Her father was a lawyer, who seems to have been quite similar to Adam's and
1: the plot of To Kill a Mockingbird Bird seems to be loosely based on an anecdote. Un-
0: Yeah. Lee's mother rarely left their home, and it's believed she may have been living with bipolar disorder. Mm. Uh, happily developed a love of English in high school and went on to study at all at the all female Huntingdon College. Happily then transferred to the University of Alabama, studying law, where she also did a semester abroad at Oxford. So it's very like ah, oh, very cool. Funny about the place. Yeah. While studying, Lee contributed to the school newspaper believing that writing was her true purpose, so she left uni before graduation to move to New York to follow her dream of becoming a writer. After working as an airline reservationist? I like that title. Okay, that's way better than travel agents. Yeah! Right? Airline reservationist. She worked for a specific airline... I can't remember what it was called. I didn't write it down. Whoops. Her, after working as an airline reservationist, her friends Michael Martin Brown and his wife Joy gave her the means to write full-time, gifting her financial support for a year and helping her find an agent. To Kill a Mockingbird started as a series of short stories that Lee worked on with editor Tay Ho- Ho-hoff? Ho-hoff. The novel became a film in 1962 and again in 1997 and Aaron Sorkin, like greatest writer I think in entertainment history for me personally, adapted it into a play last year in 2018. Wait, that became a I,
1: uh, okay, I have never seen the 1997 film and I don't
0: think I No, won two. I don't think I could do, like the original Gregory, strip, If it ain't Gregory oh, Peck, I if ain't if watching ain't Gregory, it. Peck, I, and I like that like in my research I didn't write it all down, obviously. Otherwise, we'd be here for a hundred million years. But there are things where, like Harper Lee, while talking to Gregory Peck, like they had this little, like way Aww, after the movie's release, like cute. everything. It's just like, oh, I would like to be friends with Harper Lee, Gregory Peck
1: me too. Um. <laughs> it be hard now, but me too. <laughs>
0: Uh, so Lee was not entirely comfortable with being in the public eye and became somewhat reclusive. she didn't like being called a recluse because she still went outside she did grocery shopping she played golf she did like, guys I stuff. go out she went out she just I just don't like people she doesn't want to be interviewed great she doesn't want to go parties she doesn't want to walk red carpets she's not That's what that. do my thing she wrote a few short essays over the years and go Set a Watchman deemed the sequel to Kill, to, to Kill a Mockingbird, but written prior to To Kill a Mockingbird, was released in 2015, a year that. before Lee passed away. Yeah. yeah, it was huge. It was huge. Harper Lee writes another book. It was a big one. Still didn't read it. But yeah. Haven't read it yet either, I will admit. Um, I do have it, though. Yeah. You should read it. Okay. Yeah. Um... Lee did research extensively for another book, though, and it was never released. It was called *The Reverend*, and it was based on true events of a really horrific murder. Um, That, yeah, it's just read that. I don't want to talk about it. It's a big one, Um, but. Her whole goal was that she wanted a book to be. She wanted to write a book that was better than *In Cold Blood*, which was Truman Capote's. Um, this, with a myriad of other unseen manuscripts, are rumored to exist, possibly in her sealed estate. So it wasn't that she wasn't writing. It's just that she didn't publish anything. Yeah. At all. There is not going to be yeah. anything to seal in my estate. <laughs> The character of Dill, or Charles Baker Harris, who appears in *To Kill a Mockingbird*, was inspired by Truman Capote. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> Lee and Capote were next-door neighbors oh, and no friends from right. childhood. Yes. Neither really fit in at school. Harper was tougher than most of the boys and a tomboy, and Truman was a super-sensitive kid who wore like weird fancy clothes. So Lee often protected Capote from bullies. <laughs> When Lee and Capote were still in oh, elementary man. school, um, Harper Lee's father gave them a typewriter, so the two of them would like start oh typing like twelve like, hundred stories <laughs> and typing them up. Um, Capote obviously moved to New York, then Harper Lee moved to New York, and they reconnected. And Lee ended up accompanying Capote on his research trip to Canvas for his novel *In Cold Blood*. She did interviews, she did transcripts, she helped with the draft, everything. Truman dedicated the book to Lee, however, never acknowledged how much work she actually contributed to the book. Although they grew apart, Lee and Capote's shared history was also a continual like bonding for them. Like they weren't they were friends. They were friends for life. Um, something that was evident in an interview with People Magazine in 1976 where <laughs> there was an interview that Capote essentially begged Lee to accompany him to. He just called and called and called and was like, please, 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 and they walked around New York with the interviewer and they talked about childhood stories. And Cute. Whatever. So what kind of conspiracy can be surrounding these two famous author and friends? Aww. We'll find out right after this break, Julie. Aww. It's real sad. Okay. <laughs> KB, please don't tell me
1: you're going to ruin one of my favourite books.
0: Um, look, I think the first bit might, but then we might, like, we might be okay by the Mm, end. Whatever. So the conspiracy theory is that Truman Capote actually wrote Half-Bees to Kill a Mockingbird. How, you ask? Well, Capote wrote many a book. Lee wrote one. Therefore, Lee could not have written To Kill a Mockingbird. It doesn't matter that she nailed it with her first book, that it has become a classic that is still studied in schools across the world, that it has sold more than 40 million copies, or that it won a Pulitzer Prize in 1961. No, 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 no. No, no. If she was really a literary geni- genius, then she would have written so many more books, is what people claim anyway. It does make a lot of sense. Uh, please don't, I am I'm paraphrasing, like, that's not direct quotes from people who, like... It makes a lot of sense. Mm. She's like, I don't want to have
1: an interview about it, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it.
0: Don't, I don't, I, talk, about don't it. talk about it. Shh. Shh, shh, shh. This... Is what like this has keeps coming up, and especially when Ghost of Watchman was being released, it came up again. Like every few years, it's like if she does sit down for an interview, or if her fa- sister's being interviewed, or for anyone in relation, it's like, "But did you write it?" But like, actually, did you write it? And you're like, "I'm sorry, she was. She they, she wrote one amazing book and has set herself up for life." I mean, I would too. Yeah! Like, if I wrote one
1: super good book, I'd be like, nah, I'm not going to do it anymore.
0: And it's not that she didn't... That was effort. That was effort. Anyway, Capote, who was always competitive and a little crazy, um, (laughs) didn't debunk the rumour. He would kind of talk vaguely about how he had contributed to the novel, um, but... Looking back on letters, particularly, um, I think it was to his mother, where he he had written, like, I just read the first draft of To Kill a Mockingbird, and it's great. So his mother, he was like, I read it, it was good. Yeah, because... Like, it was great. Like, Like
1: he wouldn't bother writing that to his mum if he was not... No. Yeah.
0: Now, there is no rumour on the opposite side, as in, like, did Harper Lee actually write in Cold Blood? Because she did write quite a bit of it, and they would like go home and they would type out all their interviews, and she would write a bit and he would write a bit, and they'd compare it and then they'd put them together. So it was like a real collaboration. It really should be, but
1: both, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And he never admitted it. So even though it has been mostly debunked by Alice, her sister, and Capote's letters himself, um, there was a. Alabama historian and author Wayne Flint, who became friends with Harper Lee and has written her, like, memoir, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And in a letter to him, she wrote, I don't know if you understood this about him, but his compulsive line was like this. If you said, did you know JFK was shot? He'd easily answer, yes, I was driving the car he was riding in. I was his oldest friend, and I did something Truman could never forgive. I wrote a book. I wrote a novel that sold. He nursed his envy for more than twenty years. So, oh, it was a letter to his aunt. I'm sorry, I was made mistaken. It was a letter to his aunt, writing that he read and liked the draft of To Kill a Mockingbird and made no mention that he took any part in writing it. Um, for me, I was like, Lee didn't write another book because not because she couldn't. She continued writing. There's potentially a whole stack of books she's written that we don't have access to. Yes. But because the success of to, Mock- to Kill a Mockingbird had overwhelmed her so much that she didn't want to write another one to be publicly published, um, <laughs> considering it's still selling by the bucket. She didn't today. want to be the JFK of JFK, <laughs> JK Rowling. She didn't want to of be the JK <gasps> Rowling of the 60s. But yeah, it's fascinating because I'm like, is it because she's a woman who wrote a really successful book with a universal theme that is still well. taught today? And they have done. They've it's done writing book. comparisons and of *In Cold Blood* and *To Kill a Mockingbird*, and there is there's no similarities to it in terms of how I, Capote wrote. I think though, like Capote
1: sounds like the kind of guy that wouldn't that would use Harper Lee yeah like please help me write this stuff please come to the interview please help me yeah but wouldn't do that in turn no he wouldn't write a book for someone else or have someone else published under someone else's name and let them take all the credit for it it just nah. Mm-mm. no
0: no way in hell no and i guess he never himself said i wrote to kill a mockingbird he just never said he didn't
1: you i mean know? which i would also do if <laughs> that was a super famous book, and people were like, did Yay. you write it? I'm like, well, <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe I definitely didn't. Know. <laughs>
0: So that is today's No mur well, there is a little bit of murder in there in the two non fiction novels that we've we've <laughs> talked about. <laughs> Just yes, if you, and if you wanna read up on those cases, they it's it's dark and dirty. So mm. yeah. Again, and, but that wasn't part of the conspiracy theory, so I didn't no. want to talk about it. Delightful. Yeah. That was a good one. I like that one. I yeah, do you know what? I go I googled bizarre conspiracy theories. <laughs> Just to see what would come up. And that was like number three i'd never yeah. heard of it before
1: cool ah. had we covered one and two
0: we had area
1: 51
0: <laughs> and i think it was C- the cia hiv one. there we go yeah covered it <laughs> oh guys you gotta let us know what you think yeah do you think that truman capote wrote to kill a mockingbird i'm a big fat no on that one. i'm a big fat no too <laughs> uh. a, i'm gonna defend all those lady authors out yeah. there yeah yeah
1: oh all right well you know where to find us facebook instagram mm-hmm. at elvis with podcast email at elvis's podcast at com, and as always rate
0: review and subscribe yeah we've had a few like listener theories the last yeah. couple of weeks so if you have a conspiracy theory you would like us to discuss please just let us know we're happy to to deep yeah. dive into why it. why not yeah great
1: times takes what? out some of the homework
0: <laughs> not all of it just a, like what to put in the google search <laughs> basically <laughs> anyway guys all have right. a great week
1: see you next week bye bye, bye.